Unbelievably, some could consider this weekend's Premier League action to be a disappointment after the last two weeks. This is Arts London Sports Weekly. I'm Joshua Drake and today I'm joined by Robert Bagshaw, Kenny Westall and Tom Hayward. Uh, how are we guys? We good? Yeah, yeah good, thank good. you. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, well, as we'll start with Fergie, uh, 25 years in charge of Man United and still going strong, isn't he? Unreal. Absolute man. I love him. Um, Saturday night, watching match of the day, Stan gets unveiled, tears in the eyes. <laughs> Loved it. Absolutely amazing. It was nice. It was nice to see because, like, the fact that he had no idea about it either. Yeah, it was a nice touch, wasn't it? Yeah, it yeah, was. It was yeah, it's amazing they managed to keep it such a secret, really. And apparently, they had abseilers working through the day or mm. uh, through the night uh, until two in the morning. What was it put up? It was, it was put, up put up on yeah. Thursday night, yeah. apparently. Oh no way! Only a few days before. Isn't it? Yeah, it must be quite hard to keep that under wraps because surely they'd have to go through a certain production company in order to get that made. Yeah. So, you know, you, you would have thought it would have got leaked somewhere. I mean, I think I, I remember him hearing him say that... Was it Rooney knew about it? No, Mike Phelan. Mike Phelan. Uh, and he said he was okay. going to sack Mike Phelan yeah. for not yeah. telling him. <laughs> I wasn't listening properly. Um, but, yeah, no, it's, it's, it was, it was, a, nice, it was a really it? nice sentiment. A, what, a statue yeah. before the start of next season as well is going to be erected, which... I mean, it's, it's all really good um, and everything, but you'd have thought it'd be after he retired or after he died or something before he really got a statue. Yeah, this is the well, thing. And even the stand as well. It's, it seems a bit early. They <laughs> definitely needed to do something to mark the 25 years, but I just thought maybe they could have saved the, the unveiling of the, the new stand till maybe after he retired in two or three years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. Sweet. That's true. It is true. Yeah, no, I mean, great career. I mean, lo- looking back at all the uh, players that he's managed... Yeah, um, some good ones. You you've got an article coming up that you've got to do a. Um, yeah, I've got. I get to do the best eleven. Yeah. Um, who, players. Who are you um, thinking initially at the moment? I'm not sure where to go for Schmeichel or Van der Sar. Uh, it's got to be Schmeichel. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be. It has to be. Van der Sar was very good as well, but also you never know. I mean, obviously it's not De Gea yet, but he could be the next one. Um, Gary Neville at right back. Um, yeah. At left back, was that a tough choice between Dennis Irwin yeah. and yeah. Patrice Evra? Not sure who I'm going to pick there. Centre back. Spot for choice, aren't you? Everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a load of great players. Cantona or Rooney and things like that. Mm. You know, it's mad. What but about the right wing? Got Beckham or Ronaldo? Um, I mean, on match of the day, match of the day, they cheated, didn't they? They put they put Ronaldo up front instead of whacking him on one yeah, of the wings. Yeah, I think I think you've got to, he's got to be in the right wing. But Beckham for me, um, he's got to be he, in there, hasn't he? You know, he, he was anyway, he's a god. I, I used to absolutely adore him. So I'd probably go for Beckham overall. How long do we reckon Sir Alex Ferguson's got? Um, Two or three years, yeah, I think he said. He's, he's come said, out and yeah. said, didn't he, that a few years. Well, he's, I think I remember him saying about five years ago that it was only going to be mm. a number of years before yeah. he, he left, and he's still here. He's still going yeah, well, strong. Tell, I, think, um, I think once this new team's established a bit more and sort of a bit more stable, then there's, he can sort of start thinking about it. But, I mean, who's going to yeah. replace it? How... Like, How can someone replace him? Ju- well, exactly. It's going to be so hard. Um, mm. And it's got to be someone that is going to be there for a number of years anyway. You can't just have... I, I don't... And they've got to everyone, have a link with the club as well. Yeah, mm. everyone everyone puts Jose Mourinho with a job. But realistically, he's only ever at a club for two or three seasons. And that's not what United are going to need no. after Ferguson leaves, I don't think. It will so. be interesting to see how they adapt without him. Yeah, yeah very much so. 
the wily old man. I guess a good place to start with the weekend's action would be at Old Trafford, um, where West Brown must have thought he still played for United. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do we make of their performance? It was a bit of um, didn't really match up to the occasion, did it? Yeah, it was no. a bit, it's an anticlimax again, yeah. I think. Yeah, I mean, he said after last week's game, he said that uh, it was about time that Man United won 1 0. They've got back to back 1 0 victories yeah, yeah. now, so. Yeah. No, he was happy with that. Um, only, I mean, this is the thing, there's not really much to talk about within this match. You know, it was, a, it was an accidental own goal from Wes Brown. There was nothing he could really do about it. Um, the highlight for me was Kieran Westwood and the double save. Oh, yeah. yeah the one yeah, from yeah. Rooney first, and then to get up and to block Everest shot as well. That yeah, was unbelievable. Yeah, it was a fantastic. It's, 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 it wasn't just that game either. He's been doing it all season. I mean, this mm. guy's come out of nowhere. I mean, we had to check before we started this podcast just to find out where he had come from. And and commentary, yeah. Yeah. He's going to get a bit of a run in the team because obviously <coughs> Gordon's always injured, but um, Mignolet is yeah. yeah. going to be out for it. Yeah, no, uh, there was also a penalty shout towards the end. What do you yeah. make of that? Well, it wasn't a penalty. No. no. TV yeah. replays have showed. Yeah, I didn't think it was a penalty. It was, yeah. Steve Bruce with a bit of a weak argument afterwards. <laughs> said a yeah. guest, didn't yeah. he? Well, he, he also said once he had seen the footage, they'd given the correct call. But yeah. at first, he was a bit sort of annoyed by it. But mm. so it goes. T- a typical United performance in terms of the fact that they didn't play all that well and they still won, um, which hadn't really happened so much this season. But last year, it was something that we were quite quite used yeah, to yeah, seeing. Yeah, definitely. Um, is there anyone in the United shirt that really stood out? Not overly for no. me. No, not really. No, there wasn't, was there? Um, Jones had another all right game, like I saw, apart from obviously the penalty was, shot, um, but it wasn't a penalty at the end of the day. So. It was Vidic and Ferdinand at the back, though, for the <coughs> first time. Um, this year, wasn't it? The first well, time since, they started together. Since the start of the season, mm. I think. Shows how awful. Um, they may have started the West Brom game, actually, I think. But <coughs> Yeah. Ferguson was said after the game that he chose to pick uh, Vidic and Ferdinand because he saw. Uh, it was Connor Wickham and Bentner, so two big men, and he sort of Wickham got one of the stretched experience. off, didn't he? Yeah, it was yeah. quite nasty yeah. after what six minutes yeah. or so yeah, in. Yeah, not very long into the game. No, it's a shame for him. Anyway, moving on, uh, Chris Eagles and even Klasnich both scored twice as Bolton hammered Stoke City five 0 to pick up their first home points of the season and gain revenge for last season's FA Cup semi-final. You know, it was something that like I have on my notes intensity to Bolton, and it's something that you hadn't really seen from them at any other point during this season. It was amazing, out of nowhere. They just come out and produce this absolute blinder of performance. Mm. Everyone's yeah. been talking about the goals that Klasnich and Eagles got. I think Davis was the key. He was back to his best. Mm. Just He was holding the ball up. He was strong. He was bullying the defenders and he allowed he allowed their midfield to push on and go on and, and get get the goals, which ultimately won Great the understanding game. with Klasnich to be ready for that um, indirect. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was it a pass-back? Yeah, it was. Was it yeah. intentional? Yeah. No, but this, no. this was the thing. It was... Uh, it was more like an awful clearance. Yeah. It was. He's scuffed. Kind of Begovic can't it, so. give him the ball that easily. Begovic has got to hold on to it. Cause otherwise, well, you, we, we've seen what happened. Klasnich took the ball and yeah, exactly. Regardless, Definitely. he should have kept hold of it. Um, again, Stoke just can't win no. at all after after after, after, after European yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. I they think there's only played, t- they played really well yeah. midweek as well. So yeah. I think it wasn't only two of the, the starting eleven for the last two games started today. So obviously there's a lot of tired bodies in that Stoke. That's yeah, that's I think squad. Yeah. I think I remember Julian Walters being one of them that started and, and, all the and last Wilkinson, three yeah. Wilkinson as well. But the rest of them, they've only got two or less games each. A bit of a curse of the Europa League, but it does look like they're doing all right in it at the moment. Not too bad, yeah. No, yeah. doing all right. But they're not qualified now for the knockout stages. No, like, I imagine they would be by mm. now. Yeah, they've I think, won, I think they, I think they have the top of the league, yeah. yeah. Top of their group, sorry. Top 
of Tottenham in uh, some respects in that way. Yeah, I suppose yeah, fielding exactly. youth teams and mm. uh, looked like they could go out. I mean, yeah, they got beat by Ruben Kazan, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. But it was it was a um a good win against Ruben Kazan at home just before that. Yeah. So. Um, so no, no, it looks like Stoke will go far. Chris Eagles had a brilliant game. The first that we've really seen him produce what he he, he showed yeah. promise at United initially when he was there. He he always plays well in in game the odd game, but I think the key for him now is to really kick on and play that well consistency because he just shows like touches of brilliance. But I think if, if they can get more of that out from him, he'll be a good player for them. Yeah, no, he did well. Now moving on, for the first time this season, Man City didn't have it all their own way um, as they had to fight to a three-two victory at Loftus Road. QPR were impressive, very impressive. Yeah. yeah. Farrelly in uh, particular, I've got written down on, on my notes here, he had uh, 88% of his uh, passes completed out of 81 attempted. He ran the midfield, really. Who and, was this? Uh, Alejandro Farrelly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's against against a team like Man City. That's mm, yeah. no that's mean feat, really, with the midfielders they've got. Good. Everyone makes a lot of Barton and Tarapton, that team, but Farland's a key player for them. He mm. just keeps things ticking over and he lets those players around him I think there was a similar stat to him against Chelsea as well. Um, and, you know, it does look like, at the moment, despite the loss, Loftus Road is going to be one of the key points that they will stay up yeah. on. Yeah, true. Their performances are brilliant. Um, it's a small gum, it's really atmospheric. Very, very, very intimate. Yeah. 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 No team likes going there. I thought Neil Warnock's uh, um, post-match interview was quite funny as well. The way he was just like, well, we thought we were going to get beat, so we just played in a... You know, we just went. I just had to go at him, yeah. Yeah, might as well because see what happens. Honest coverage there. (laughs) Yeah, 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 fair enough. It's good to see. For the first half, they definitely, definitely dominated things. I mean, City were very. There should have been two options. Yeah, Yeah. at least two. Was it the uh, J J J Bothroyd? Yeah, 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 that other chance. Grazed the post as well. And um, I got a bit annoyed at Joe Hart when uh, QPR scored their second. No, yeah, when QPR scored their second goal and. Uh, they tried to claim it was offside, but Savage he had a pretty oh Savage had a game. Yeah. So, uh, absolutely, he's, he's not really They've... been fitting into the Premier League yet, has he? No, he's not. It would probably take time. He has potential. Yeah. I mean, Vincent Company was definitely a massive miss for them. Definitely, yeah. 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 definitely. He holds the defence together from, doesn't he? Yeah, just a tower of strength. I think also um, Mika Richards had uh, there seemed to be sort of a breakdown in communication between between the two of them. Because there were times where neither of them just seemed to, seemed to know where the other one yeah. was. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that's I think that's the key thing about company is that he, in terms of actual quality of centre back, he's a very good centre back. But you know, you won't put him up there with the best. But there's a reason. There must be a reason why he's the captain now ahead. Of, you know, and he got the yeah. captain's armband ahead of Carlos Tevez because he must have great communication skills and people must you know love playing for him. Yeah. So there's there's definitely something to him. He's a key part of Man City. No, everyone thinks seems to think he's uh, Man City's best centre back, and can't really see anyone that really challenges. No, him not him. really. Yes. Talking of City, though, and you know, branching off from Manchester United earlier, having a Champions performance, it was definitely a Champions performance for Man City as well, wasn't mm. it? Yeah, I mean, I I think the main difference came in the second half. Uh, they moved uh, Yaya Torre from more of a defensive position. He played more of a mm. as Pushed a sort further of, up the yeah, field, box-to-box yeah. midfielder, yeah. yeah. 
Um, and I think that basically was what made the difference in the end. Yeah, you know, Torre, you wouldn't believe it, but he just always makes a massive difference. Like, he was he was almost wasted at Barcelona, mm, yeah. but playing in that defensive role. He's an, he's an incredible attacking threat. Yeah. Um, uh, I still think he's, he's, he's a good uh, midfielder to hold the... Hold as far as, as they well, go, though. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, he is good at that. But attacking as well, like I didn't think he was an attacking player at all. Like mm. realistically, I just thought it's just a general out-and-out midfielder. But when he was at Monaco, yeah. um, Colo Torre always said that attacking-wise, he was brilliant. He was a far better, you know, technical player than Colo was, um, and not only had great defensive ability but attacking as well. Um, that's three goals in two for him now, isn't it? Following on from the Champions League for Yaya Toure. Yeah. Did he not got two against Yeah, he got two against Villarreal. Yeah. According to a bit of goal scoring form. No, he's doing well. Uh, Silva as well. Silva's goal was lovely, wasn't it? Unbelievable. Mm. Yeah. That first touch, the uh, way he sold sold the dummy, opened up his body, yeah. and then changed Fantastic. direction. He's doing really, really I read, well. I think so far this year, he's already equaled his goals tally for last year, and he's only one assist behind what he got in the whole of last season in, in, in 11 games. That's what's what's the difference? What's the difference between last season and this season? You know, is it just that extra season to adapt? Playing in a different team, isn't mm. he? Yeah. Far more goals City have got yeah. in this year, mm. and he's, he's almost been involved in every single one of them. I think he's got four goals and six assists, but he always seems to have a key a key role in the goals. Do you reckon he has all... more license to roam this season? Because I've noticed that about him last season. You know, I'd always expect to see him on the left hand side, yeah. and now yeah. I don't know where they are. He's playing everywhere. He's just popping yeah. up. That's what makes him they hard to him, defend against. Put him just behind the striker, usually on the on the team sheet, but. Mm. He's usually playing wherever, yeah, he, wherever he wants to, really, which is great. It's good to see. <laughs> yeah, it's usually like uh, when you have the team lineups on Sky Sports and you had Andy yeah. Gray playing around. Oh, someone, Tom Henderson in the booth saying that he speaks English now. <laughs> Very, probably true, yeah. Probably a good point. <laughs> Surely it can't be more than anything more than pass. Yeah. Pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, no, I'm sure it's going to make it going to make a difference. It's got to be better than uh, Tevez's anyway. Yes. No, you can't get much worse than that. Um, Tottenham squared up to Fulham at Craven College and ran out three-one winners. Fantastic game as well. Um, scoreline was a bit harsh on Fulham, wasn't it? Hmm. Yeah. I, I saw somewhere Fulham had 26 shots to to Spurs eight. And they came away with the three-one defeat. Well, I think I think part of that was down to the fact that there were so many pinball scenarios in yeah. that Tottenham. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tottenham were just getting away in, in front of everything, weren't they? Yeah. Can't, be good, can't just... be good for Harry's heart. Can't <laughs> <be>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing he must have had it recorded in the uh, telly. Yeah, yeah. yeah they only watched it on TV. I think Joe Jordan said something about him watching it on telly. Which you... if I was him, I would have waited yeah. to hear the result before I watched it. On yeah, exactly. Day, to be honest, but, but that was. Um, yeah, you did have to feel for for them because there was that pinball, as you said, uh, situation at the end of the game where Fulham could easily have yeah. got an equaliser yeah. and then they went up the other end. Modric cleared one off the line, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, exactly. And then, and then there was there was another uh, there was another Parker. <clears throat> he was the one that rescued them the f- one of the times <laughs> towards the end, and after that, it was just a fantastic Brad Friedel stop with his leg. No, was there was one as well where. Um, where I think Fulham should have had a penalty where Kyle Walker he was just leaning over the ball he had his arms like wrapped around the ball yeah. cradling it and oh yeah, yeah didn't seem to know too much about it but no. I mean uh, well no we got a kick in, kick in the face for yeah his, yeah he was, was down after it <laughs> um, but he was holding the ball so yeah he was yeah he should probably deserved <laughs> Tottenham's interchanging wing play was something to note yeah. on as well Aaron, um, well yeah I, I was surprised to see Aaron Lennon on the left when he scored the goal when he picked up the yeah. ball it was a great goal as well like when he was you know, it's a long run, and then in the box, and then each any to literally just change direction two or three times before 
hitting it with his left to score. Mm. It's nice to see uh, an English winger not actually being completely predictable for once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a good, really good goal. Really enjoyed it. It's nice to see him back, actually, because he's had a few problems with injuries lately. And it was a good goal. It was nice to see him, you know, it's, it would, it's always nice to have Aaron Lennon available for yeah. selection, um, regardless of what you think of the guy. Well, he's, he's better he's than Walcott like. anyway, so. Yeah. Well, debatable. On the right. And yeah. that is also, that's Tottenham's seventh win. In eight league games, I think. Yeah, there was one draw. Crazy run. Yeah. They're doing really, really well. I mean, there's just... You know, you look at the league this season, and obviously you're going to have Arsenal get, who are going to get back into the spring of things. And, you know, Newcastle, Tottenham, Aston Villa even, to a certain extent, have had brilliant starts. Will Newcastle yeah. be there at the end of the season, though? Well, probably not, but yeah, so it's, it's always... It's always seventh or eighth, I think. Yeah. What, was their, what was their fixtures coming up? Man City for, for Newcastle. Yeah, yeah, They've got Man, Man City, City Man and United and Chelsea as well. The mm. next three, I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, can, so you can never say no. Never can they? Can you? Yeah. If they take a Just couple of points, points from yeah. that, they'll be yeah. delighted. I think. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Podge's Podge's done wonders there. But anyway. so they're playing Chelsea as well. They yeah. Could probably get three out of that. <laughs> Chelsea. No. The way we're going at the moment, um, yeah. well, we, we, we go on to Chelsea in a bit. If but Blackburn can only beat. I mean, if Chelsea can only beat Black, Blackburn one 0 well, it doesn't always work like that, you know. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> still, um, Redknapp going to be out for five weeks, is it? Five, five weeks. He's been told to rest, but he's, I mean, realistically, will, is he going to listen or not? He's, he was no. in the. There's an article Docs, in the Docs Times. Are always well over cautious, anyway. Mm. So, yeah, I reckon he'll be back before uh, next couple of weeks. I reckon. But he'll be back for the uh, next week. Ne- well, he's, it's international break now, so yeah, so yeah he's got he's got anyway. a good two weeks to come out. Um, so yeah, no, he'll be back for the next game, I reckon. Cool. All right, well, that's the first half. Uh, we'll be discussing the rest of the weekend's action in the second. Welcome back, and now we move on to Ewood Park, as Chelsea only just scraped a 1-0 win against Blackburn. Chelsea had plenty of possession, but they were poor, weren't they? Yep. Yep. <laughs> There's not really much else you can say about that. We, we've kind of got used to that now. Um, to be honest, the exciting part of the game was when Czech got hit in the face. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, when he got a big smash in the face and started bleeding. Everywhere. That's the only really exciting part of the game. It's mentioned to Ivanovic there, that ball for Lampard's... Was it Lampard's goal? Yeah. yeah. Outside of the foot. It was, it was amazing, wasn't it? Was How did Lampard get down to that as well? well I don't know. It was one of those... <laughs> it was one of those it was a foot off the floor, wasn't yeah. it? Contrast to his chance, which obviously he put away, but... Torres right at the end you know ideally Lampard should have hit that you know, he should have right footed that mm. in but Torres yeah that was <laughs> in definitely should have worth it. talking about um, I can't believe he sure, did it again I'm, I'm not sure if Andy Carroll's or if Torres's miss was uh, miss of the day yeah I think it must have been Torres yeah he should have just pretty bad though, yeah. <laughs> yeah but at least at least he hit the, uh, the woodwork yeah you know yeah true <laughs> <laughs> Torres no, didn't get Torres. anywhere near. That's Torres. Um, Torres for you. Point about uh, Lampard, I think that was his sixth league goal of the season. Yeah. It was pretty early on. and Considering at the beginning of the season, people were saying the that he was washed out. Yeah, so the, quick, the, hasn't it? Yeah. And to get six goals at this, I mean, he's a midfielder, and he hasn't really been starting as well no. since the start of the season. So I think, um, yeah, the cri- criticism is obviously well over the top now, and it's been proven, so... I mean, I think I think a few points that people are making is that Lampard obviously does bring his game in when he plays for them, but it takes away from 
Chelsea's game when they don't have him because they do do well without Lampard. They do yeah. really well, but obviously it's, it's Lampard. You can't really drop him just because yeah. he's you know he, he provides so many goals. It's well, he's getting to that age now where he sort of uh, now can slip back into sort of the rotational mm. sort of squad and doesn't have. He's not a dead set on the team sheet, which is good for probably good for him because he probably isn't as fresh as he used to be. Um, so it's probably he needs to work harder for his place now as well. Doesn't he? he maybe doesn't take yeah. it for granted anymore. He's got to got to really work hard. Mm. Poor Steve Keane. You know, just poor Steve oh, Keane. Well, yes, yeah, no. because Blackburn keep performing really, really well, but losing, they were very unlucky. Mm. Yeah, I don't not think you can blame it all on him because he's sending him out and the energy they've got. They never stop working for him, so he's, he's doing that right. Yeah. I just think maybe it's the quality of the players. I just don't think they're good enough. I mean, Yakubu was banging the goals mm. for his previous clubs. Yeah, yeah. No, he's um, he missed. What was it? One on one with Czech. He, yeah, he had two good chances uh, that he missed in that game, Yakuba. And, of course, there was the, the Hanley open goal. Well, mm, yeah. not quite Straight open goal. Straight the keeper. Yeah. Yeah. No, he no, should have done better with that. You know, I mean, there's nothing that Steve Keane can really do about that. That's just bad I mean, luck. And bad for me personally, me. just as a human being, I must feel sorry for him just seeing this plane go over yeah. the top. That fans yeah. have actually spent their own money to get mm. this done. You know, have a plane going over the top. Steve Keane out. Right? Yeah. It must be horrible to see. And he did seem pretty much close to tears in the interview on the match of the day yeah. afterwards. Um, I'm not sure if break. he's in denial or if he's... Yeah, it's, it's, things aren't going well for him, though, are right. they? Well, I, did, I didn't like his appointment, and since then I haven't really... Yeah, it's not really won any favour for me, but not that it matters. Um, I think if he was like, considered a nice guy, people would be, you know, trying to... I'm sure you know, they is, would be but... easing off. Is but he it, no, he has his arrogant nature to him, though. You can kind of tell yeah. Yeah, in, in, his, in his interviews that he, it's not warranted. But anyway, uh, moving on. Newcastle continued their unbeaten start to the season in an evenly contested clash with Everton, ending 2-1. Um, how are they still unbeaten? What, what is Pardew doing there? Well, it's Alan Pardew, what the, you know... Beforehand, he was. If he was the manager of your team, you thought they were getting relegated. Simple as that. And yeah, so, somehow he's become this unbelievable manager. Whether it's down to him or you know, well, in fairness to him, he did have a good time at West Ham one season. Yeah. The criticism he was getting before the season even started because he hadn't spent he hadn't spent the money that they got from Carroll, yeah. but no. no one would have had him down for third yeah, after 11 games getting rid of Kevin Nolan and Joey Barton I thought was one of the silliest ideas mm. I've ever heard of and it's, it's doing really well for them um, they're doing really well defensively though I think yeah. uh, just having a glance at the league table I think they've got the best defensive record in the top four actually which probably means just about in the whole league actually yeah, yeah. Um, they're putting the same back four and key perhaps they're getting they're getting used to playing with each other now and it's, it's showing I want to say eight goals all season they've conceded. Mm. They conceded it? more at home than they ever way. Th- that has always been Newcastle's Achilles' heel, though, hasn't it? Um, the fact that they just can't defend. Yeah. But all of a sudden they've realised how. And Colacini's a massive part to that as well. Even they can defend. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing something right now, though. Yeah, definitely. No, it's, uh, Taylor. I think we touched on it. A f- Either last week or the week before, Stephen Taylor. Was it with you that we yeah, were Yeah, I think it's. Like? Yeah, I'm a big fan of Stephen Taylor. Well. Yeah, he's a great player. And uh, uh, Ryan Taylor's goal. Oh, beautiful strike. Absolutely mm, unreal. Goal. I thought it was unreal. Great goal. Yeah. Keeper had no chance of doing off the bar, dipping from, from that rain. No, those you just don't keep out. Mm. Um, there was a. 
penalty shout for Everton um, against Dan Gosling. Where he actually yeah. saved the ball. Yeah, diving yeah, save. Yeah. Yeah. The ball Fantastic save, <laughs> wasn't it? What was yeah. he doing? I'm not sure he knew anything about it, did he? Yeah, no, it was a bit. It was a bit of an awkward one, but when I don't think many people do fall down like that, if you know no. what I mean, with their arms position. Like yeah. Slightly unorthodox, isn't it? The way mm. he's trying to block the ball. It was kind of yeah. rubbing salt into the winds for the whole uh, transfer saga of him yeah. going there from Everton in the first place. Yeah. Uh, and why did he do that? Circumstances. Why? There was a mix-up with his contract, wasn't there? They, they didn't realise that he was. Uh, from what I know, I don't think they realised that his contract was up for renewal. And then they forgot about it, and then and then when they yeah. realised, he'd already signed for Newcastle. I think they'd verbally, <laughs> I think they'd verbally, verbally offered said, yeah. him one, but yeah, yeah, nothing had been put on paper. And uh, so I, I, I don't think he's all that good a player anyway. Right, uh, Wolves Wigan wasn't without its controversy as uh, Wolves edged it three-one. But going with the positives first, watching Ali Alhabsi and Wayne Hennessy yesterday was a joy. They were just putting on an exhibition of goalkeeping class. Yeah. It was unreal. I mean, from you got Phil, Phil Soy for them at the same time. Hennessy saving that penalty. Obviously, the, the yeah. rebound came straight to him. It was a poor penalty in the first place. Now, Habsy, he's, he's keeping Wigan with as little chance Ooh. as they do to save themselves. Yeah, this they don't look like they've got much chance. They're, they're my search for relegation. I think. Yeah, yeah, I've Wigan. got them down. Yeah, them and, them and Blackburn, I think. Unless Blackburn can turn it around. But I think Blackburn and Wigan are going down. But Wigan, um, what was... No, sorry. With, with Wigan, they've got quite a few decent players there. Dave yeah. Whelan, he, uh, he's been really going on about uh, the loyalty that Martinez has shown and things like that. But Isn't it the loyalty that they're put, showing? Has yeah. he put too much faith in him? He's saying like he's one of the best managers in the Premier League, but I've never really seen it. He's not. No. So I've not, I mean, I've really you, you, saw, you saw glimpses of, of it last season towards the end, um, but that was pretty much just down to Rodriguez coming back yeah. from injury yeah. and, um, and Zobia just playing very well. But all of a sudden, you know, Roddy Eger's there. He's playing in the first team. He's not doing well at all. I think uh, a team that relies on Gary Caldwell at the back is uh, <laughs> struggling, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. No, I think I think Wigan can certainly consider this to be the season that they will most likely go down. And, yeah. Well, um, and then again, we thought that last season. Mm-hmm. So. Um, James McCarthy is, I think, so. Good young, player. good yeah, he is, yeah, yeah. Moving on to the not so nice stuff. Uh, Alcaraz spat on was it Richard Stearman? Is that his name? Yeah. Richard Stearman, yeah, a disgusting human being. Yeah, it's not really uh, no place for him. He's got told tomorrow evening to to make a response to the allegation, so it'll be interesting to see what he does because it didn't get it, it only got only the video caught yeah. it, like the referee missed it, I think. Yeah. So basically, players still do that in this day and age when there well, are why? Why that, that number never going to get away with that, Is it a cultural yeah. thing or something? You know. God. I don't think so. I think oh, I think it's a personal thing. I don't think it's no. It's nowhere near that spit in the World Cup uh, all those years ago where it got that guy in the mullet and uh, <laughs> for a while. That was, was Rijkaard that, and uh, Villar, Rudy Villar. Yeah, I, I always thought that was one of the funniest moments <laughs> in World Cup football. It was yeah, it's, uh, it's a great clip. Yeah, no place for it in the game. No. What do we gonna have to do to get themselves out of this mess? What do they have to do? Pray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I really don't see them. Well, I mean, everyone had written Norwich, um, Swansea, Norwich and Swansea mainly, not so much QPR, mm. just because everyone thought Swansea would get annihilated with their attacking stance and Norwich because they didn't buy enough quality players. Who have who are Wigan really fighting with, to be honest, if you look at it? Bolton. Bolton and Blackburn. But yeah. I mean, that, Bolton, I can't yeah. see them going down. They've got they've got a lot of quality. Of their it's very congested from about, you know, 8th to 17th. 
well, 18th even. So any any one of those lot could could drop off at any time. It's a shock to see Everton down in 17th. They but never start the season well, then, no, do they? No, no, they but I think losing a player like Arteta, Arteta that's, mm. that's a huge, huge blow for them. No time to replace him at all as well. No, so. no basically, they yeah, pray and sign a lot of players. Van Persie, yet again, stole the show at the Emirates, scoring one and setting up two as Arsenal emerged yeah. 3-0 winners against uh, the Baggies. 14th of the season. Yeah. 11th league goal. 11th league goal, 14th of the season. They're becoming a one-man yeah. team now, aren't they? Also. I think two, yeah. two of those goals, the, the one that he... Um, yeah, the one that he set up, that Arteta scored at the end, that was that was very much a team goal. I think yeah. Van Persie was involved in it early on. Yeah. But the other one, the, the, the one that Arteta played the through ball to Walcott, and then um, Van Persie... He was just in the right rebound. place at the right time, yeah. wasn't he? I mean, they were good team goals, though. Yeah. They weren't Van Persie... Yeah. No, it was not just ball, an amazing run. Yeah. West Brom, another one for relegation at the moment. Yeah, they they are in 14th with 11 points, but they've just been awful considering you know they're a Roy Hodgson team. What, what's what's gone wrong for them? They are they've not they've not got a great load of players though, have they? No. Um, the the players they have got aren't that special, and they've had some fairly tough games recently. So. They're going to need to get Shane Long back and fit. I think that's the key for yeah. when they mm-hmm. can get Long. And I think Odin Wingy was missing as well yeah. at the weekend. No, the, 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 their front men are crucial for them. Elsewhere, it was goalless as Liverpool and Swansea ground out a 0-0 at, at, at Anfield. Um, and at Villa Park, Carl Pilkington's brilliant free kick wasn't enough to overshadow Carl, Gabriel Bonlahor's... Carl Pilkington? Carl Pilkington's the idiot. Idiot abroad. Anthony Pilkington. Anthony Pilkington. <laughs> <laughs> They both look the same, don't they? Um, (laughs) 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 You know what? I'm not even going to edit that out. That's staying in there. Um, It uh, it was his brilliant free kick. Um, Wasn't enough to overshadow Gabriel Bonnahor's performances as the game ended 3 2 to Villa. That'll be it for the Prem Roundup. England Internationals next. (laughs) That's funny. Welcome back. Now we turn our attention to England's upcoming friendlies with Spain and Sweden. Will Terry captain England, gents? Um, Sweden. Well, in a way, he's not going to play against Spain. but Innocent, innocent until proven guilty. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he should be. I don't uh, think but be but that's the problem. It hasn't worked like that in the past, though, has it? I suppose. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think he should be because it's innocent until proven guilty. But whether he is or not. What do we make of the, um, the England selection? Most notable ones, Rodwell and Sturridge yeah. coming in. Deserved? I think for Sturridge, yeah, and I think Rodwell's. I think he's played fairly well yeah, so far. Well. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's done all right. He wasn't there, there or thereabouts at the beginning of the season, but he's he's, he's started to come back into it later. since the red card against. Yeah, against yeah. Liverpool, Everyone says it's a turning point. That was the turning point, wasn't it? But uh, definitely for Daniel Sturridge, I think he's played really well. Yeah. for Chelsea so far. It will be interesting to see whether he gets played or uh, played wide or um or just up front. I think it should be up front. Uh, really, to get the best out, best of, him. out of him, yeah. Um, to give him a fair, fair chance as well. Is, I don't, is Rooney's not in the squad? No, he's not. Uh, he's, that's that's the other thing. He's he's uh, been left out of it because obviously yeah. he's not going to be playing any part of that well, group I, stage. I, I I personally would just smash Daniel Sturridge and Danny Welbeck up front together. See what happens. Mm. Yeah. Why not? You know, it's only against Spain and Sweden in friendly, so. Give it a go, see how they do. If you were to pick a front two, obviously we know you'd go for Welbeck and Sturridge. Who would we go for? Because, admittedly, I don't quite understand why Zamora was in there. No, I don't either. But yeah. Darren Benedict, Bonlahor, been doing well for Aston Villa. Yeah. Good link-up play yeah. together as well. So, what do we reckon? Well, Bonlahor was great at the weekend. Yeah. 
Um, and he was great the week before as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's he's in fantastic form. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I always find it odd how Bobby Zamora is in that squad ahead of, you know, someone like Jermaine Defoe, who is still banging in the goals. Yeah, yeah. Why is Jermaine Defoe not in the squad? Who knows? Well... Why is Bobby Zamora in this yes. one? <laughs> <laughs> he, um, Looking well, at the team sheet, though, he at the uh, squad a weird list, one, yeah. he he offers something that not many of the other players have got. I mean, you've got Theo Walcott, who's got the pace and great movement off the ball, but other than that, I mean, I, why is uh, Andy Carroll not in there? I'd put Andy Carroll instead of Bobby Zamora because there's no real big tall players in there at all. At the end of the day, are we going to be taking Bobby Zamora to you know highly unlikely isn't it? Euros no. next year? We're not, are we? There's, I don't think Bobby Zamora should be given a chance anymore. I mean, fair enough, you know, give him a few caps and that, but give people like Danny Welbeck a Bonglaw as well because he's never really been even thought about for the England squad before. He deserves his chance this year, really. So, does. Yeah, I, yeah, I think he. De I think Bonglaw is definitely. A good and let's shout. see um, Adam Johnson given given a start. Yeah. Against yeah. Spain, especially, see how he fares against them. Yeah, I mean he'd be facing who plays right back for Spain? Uh, Ramos. Ramos, yeah. Sorry, no, sorry, not right back, left back. Left back. Because um, it was Capdevilla, but mm. I think oh, what's I'm not name? sure. I haven't really, I haven't really seen him. They have, they have, they have, a new, they have a new left back. Is it Alba or someone like that? Alba, Jordi yeah, Alba. Yeah. yeah, it'd be interesting to see how um how Johnson Johnson does against him because he's considered the. A weak link in that Spanish yeah. side. Also, I mean, we're all going on about Spain putting out the first team. It's only England. Well, <laughs> they did it in the, uh, I suppose it was still qualifications, it was still competitive football, but they'd already qualified uh, and they did it in the last few games oh, really? of the qualification. But they still want to win at the end yeah. of the day, you know? Mm. Yeah, true. Maybe, maybe they'll put, um, no, I don't, I don't think we'll see the first 11 that would that we'd see at a World Cup. But. It'll be interesting to see how they do in their friendlies. The whole their performances in their friendlies have been the reason why they lost number one spot to Holland in the FIFA rankings. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how they do. Or whether they're bothered about FIFA rankings. Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah, yeah. we've won the European Championship and the World Cup. Yeah. And we're still not number one, so I don't think they should really be that bothered by the rankings at all. Um, I, I was expecting us to have a conversation about who's going to play at right back. Now I'm pretty pretty certain who will be. It's Why be is Glenn Walker. Johnson in there ahead of Carl Walker? Uh, not yeah, again, Richards. Richards. Capello, I mean, Capello's, I can't get my head around that one. No, Capello says you know there's no certain place in the team for any of the England players. So why Johnson's back in? At all, it makes no sense because Mika Richards has had an absolutely fantastic season. So Capello's think. never been his biggest fan though, has he? He's no. Never. No. I don't know why. And as I mentioned earlier, I think he's, he's had a great season, but uh, he wasn't he wasn't that great on the on the weekend. Probably more to do with the fact that he wasn't playing next to company. Yeah. Um, Kyle Walker, though, I reckon he's a dead set. For yeah. that. He's just been yeah. playing phenomenally well. Mm. You know, week in week out, he's been doing the job, and he's getting quite a few assists as well. Saying that, yeah. so it was Richards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, true. Scott Carson, and. Um, David Stockdale in um, no John Ruddy, which some people were calling for. Well, people back in Norwich anyway. <laughs> uh, well, despite so, his error, errors at the weekend, he, yeah. you know Ruddy had been doing well. I think it, it's good to see Scott Carson. You know, he chose to not bother trying to keep it in the Premier League and went abroad, and it seems well, it seemed to have worked for him to get into the international squad. So, and again, there's not really that much competition for goal, goalkeeping berth in that mm. England squad, is there? Um, no. What do we What do we think, predictions wise? I mean, I can can pretty much tell already that we made up our minds about Spain. Uh, I'd say so. I think. 
I'm going to wait until I see roughly what's what the t- yeah, what the Spain team. Well, Spain providing that they put out a if they put out a strong strength. squad, then mm, no, I don't know. I think England might actually give it a real go if it's against Spain. I think England could win it. Well, it's the one. It's one of the only games England they're can play with us. Well. Yeah. There's no expectations really. So. Yeah. Even even me with absolutely no faith in England whatsoever. <laughs> you hate international football. Yeah, I, I still think they've got half a chance. Um, and I think if they if they actually play like a team and have a bit of balls about them, they could actually win. And Sweden, would that be a win? I think that's a win. Um, I'm thinking about getting tickets just to see Zlatan Ibrahimovic, though. Yeah, I um, know oh, we were having this chat the other have night. Have you heard about it? his book that's uh, coming out? No. no? Apparently he's uh, made lots of revelations about his time at Barca. And, oh, uh, God. There's something in there about him telling Guardiola, Guardiola that, yeah. he, that he's got no balls. Squaring up to That would be a good dream. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very excited. I, I want to read that. That sounds great. Right. Um, we're going to wrap it up, but we will do a quick check over to the Rugby League for Nations action this past weekend gone. Tom, you were at the game, England-Australia. Um, 36-20 final result, wasn't it? Yeah, I think they, the the final result was, was a bit unfair in England. The, for for 60 or 70 minutes it was a really good test match and it was only really ruined by the by a rookie referee it was a, his only sec, second international game in charge and there's was, there's was two incidents one where Tony Williams one of the Australian forwards should have been should have been sent off for a swinging arm which which the referee didn't even give a yellow card for and then the second one was uh, Tom Briscoe scored a try in the corner for England and he uh, the ref ruled it out without even going to the big screen and it was a clear try and and if that, and then Australia went down the other end and scored. So if if those two incidents had been picked up on going into the final ten minutes, England would have been only four points behind Why the did man he advantage. He said it was a double movement, but on the replays you can clearly see his arms nowhere near touching yeah. the floor. He, he gets tackled, but his, unless your arm, you, the, the arm carrying the ball hits the floor, the tackle's not been completed yet. Right. But it, it, it gave the penalty for the double movement. Um, on that. The red card, I, I saw it and I thought as he came back across, it just looked as though he was trying to get a tackle in and sort of yeah. didn't really know where his arm well, I think, was anyway. Yeah, Westwood that it was on, he'd, he'd been juggling the ball, so when he regathered it, the ref said that it, it came, the original contact was on his shoulder, but it was def- it was straight around his ear. But Westwood's come out and said that he maybe play acted a little bit, he went down a bit easy, but I'd at least a yellow card, but he, he got given nothing for it, just got placed on report. No, was it a double header at Wembley? It was a double header, yeah. The New Zealand. So you games. were there for the New Zealand yeah, game as well. Yeah, that was um, despite the scoreline. Wales did. Wales played well, actually. I think everyone was really? expecting a, a bigger scoreline than thirty-six nil. I think it was a flat game though, because everyone knew turning up that that it was going to be a, a high-scoring game in New Zealand's favour. But Wales really fronted up. The forwards played well. It was it was a physical game, but New Zealand's class out wide just made the difference. What was rugby like at Wembley? Right? It was brilliant. Yeah. Was it the first, it was one brilliant. of the first times that you've been to Wembley? On second time, I went to an England USA game in the football a few years back. But the first rugby league game I've been at Wembley, there was, I think there was forty thousand there. So it wasn't. It was. Oh, okay. It wasn't nowhere near full, there. but they closed the uh, they closed the top tier, so everyone was packed in the bottom two tiers. And good atmosphere. It, it, yeah, for the England game, it was the Wales New Zealand game it wasn't very full, and then because it was a flat game, there's nothing really going on. It was it was quiet. But when the England game came on, that brilliant atmosphere. Ah. Oh. Thing Fantastic. is about the uh, the Wales players as well. Some of them are still semi-pro. Yeah, the vast majority of that team really. are semi-professional. The, the bricklayers and stuff have had to get a couple of nights off work this week to train f- against playing the world champions <laughs> and stuff. Which it's like New Zealand at the football World Cup, I suppose. Yeah. 
Right, it's time to wrap things up. Thanks to Rob, Kenny and Tom for joining me. Um, cheers also to our producer, Joe Back. Uh, remember to check out the Arts London News website, artslondonnews.co.uk. Ciao.